All right, we're here. We are here. Yes. Uh, so last week we kind of were, you know, getting adjusted to coming back from break. So we didn't do our intro properly. So let's hit it now. So I'm Demetrius. And I'm Demetrius. And Meach Meach presents the Blurred City Podcast. All right. So for those that have caught up, uh, caught in, um, last week we did our part one character study of Naruto. To me, one of the most important anime characters of the past 20 years. This week we are doing, and that was just the base original Naruto run going up from hit the start of the show up to the end of the Sasuke retrieval arc. This week, we are doing Naruto Shippuden up to bits of Boruto. We're also going to include the movie, The Last in that. So if you haven't seen part one, you can run back and listen to that or keep listening to this one and run back as well. So just, yeah, two parts. Really wanted to show our appreciation for this character. Also, considering the fact that he's going to get like four new episodes sometime around the next few weeks or so. So that's definitely um so let's hit us with the legal spiegel all right the purpose of this podcast is to explore digital and print media all sources we reference are owned by the respective companies and our thoughts and opinions are strictly our own reflect no biases or corporate agendas your discretion is advised all right so usually around this time we do the what's hot and we talk about things that are in anime comic books um tv shows movies things like that um there's something like real world that kind of happened by the time people are hearing this last week that i just really want to talk about Meech, if the, is there anything for the What's Hot that you want to quickly run through? I mean, considering the subject matter, I actually want to, like, touch upon what what's going on with the What's Hot at the end. Okay, so we can do that. So, with that, um, uh, you'll see in the description, um, people here. So, Bray Wyatt, uh, Wyndham Rotunda passed away last Thursday as of your handler's recording. It's Saturday that we're recording this now. Um, so that's just something wanted to bring up, wanted to just like give his respects, give flowers to um, as being a fan that kind of just like hit me. And obviously just like we're going to touch on that from like a fan perspective, but obviously from the family, friends, uh, people that knew him, colleagues and stuff like that, that's infinitely more important. Um, is there anything you want to kind of touch on before i can kind of jump in i mean just like yeah it was just real sudden just came out of nowhere this was a this 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 was a, a little bit of an eye opener uh, especially considering his cause of death which is declared a heart attack so it really just calls into perspective like just your physical health yeah um for me that kind of caught me so like just kind of with my fandom people like, we talked about the tiers of scoring and stuff like that, but for wrestling, um, I've been, like, a wrestling fan since at minimum second grade. Uh, so that's kind of been, like, behind Heroes, my number two love in terms of fandom. Like, even before anime, uh, sci-fi, and all of that. So, like, wrestling has been something where it's been, like, a weekly part of my life for a long time. And with that, and just, like, seeing... Um, like, I was literally sitting down, I was watching Bloodhounds, and then I just see a notification, Ray Wyatt dead at age 36 and that was just like it and it was just like the suddenness of it was so shocking uh and just like even looking at different things being like yo this can't be true this can't be true oh it's like a sick joke uh for the like this was to me as shocking as the chadwick boseman and then kobe passing away where it was just like i literally like cut off what i was watching and just sat there for like 20 minutes um just like staring at nothing because i was just like so shocked and it's really crazy because also i went to the royal rumble in january 
And that was like his last match because I, I always wanted, and that was my like first ever wrestling event. And I really wanted to be part of his entrance because I like never got to see the undertaker and his entrance was the closest thing. And just being a part of that and not knowing like, like in retrospect where that's like his last appearance was like so shocking to me. So I know we say it a lot where it's just like, it can be cliche where life is short, um, take advantage of it. But like, you never really know in life when you can pass away like at any moment. So just like live a life where metaphorically speaking, you empty the clip, like don't be responsible, obviously, but like, don't hold anything back. Like if there's, you know, people that you want to meet and greet places you want to go, uh, things you want to pursue, whether that be a hobby, a podcast, like we're doing, um, writing, um, video game, Twitch streaming, stuff like that, or just like jobs, just go after it. That's just one thing I can say, because you never know when your time is up and when it is, there's not really much you can do about it. And then also just like really appreciate the people in your life. I mean, like, I know in that secret invasion episode that we did where I kind of went on the rant and officially turned to the way of the Jaegerist and I went off on the person but like I talked to that person this like last week uh before this even happened because I was just like yeah this person means a lot to me there's no point where I should be like avoiding just the simple conversation and stuff like that and that was like a really good talk and stuff like that and I know like you don't have to like go into detail with your personal but you kind of understand and appreciate what like this means now so yeah yeah, definitely. Like when it comes to the passing away of just any uh, celebrity, especially one that you're like really close to, one that you like are truly a deep fan of, it's it's gonna hit like real close to the feels. Uh, like I know me personally, I'm I wasn't too much into wrestling. Like I, it's like pretty much my main wrestlers who I can think of are, of course, Triple H, uh, of course, The Undertaker and john cena the rock you know all all the heavy hitters you know and and like and i may not been like part of the fandom but i could still like sympathize with you all especially and sympathize with everyone and the families of of bray wyatt and like how they must be going through just pure heartbreak right now and i just again we want to send out my condolences to them and as you said it may be cliche to say like hey life is short and spend time with your loved ones as much as you can but in all retrospect it it it's real like you like you have to and i i love the philosophy of hey i have no enemies because like you you want to be able to you know like be able to make amends with folks like it life's too short to be having a real petty argument or like or a real major one to, for that matter just like hey let's like we're all people here we're all just trying our best and at the end of the day like we just really need to like come together because you may never know when your time is up and when it's up it's up yeah yeah so just with that show up to the people in our lives and take advantage again like i said live a life where you emptied the clip. So with that, we're going to take a break and then we're going to come back with our second part of the Naruto character study. All right, we are back. Uh, we're going to try to pick up the energy a bit, but again, just kind of understand what we talked about. Like that, like really affected me, um, just like past few days. So with that, we can get into Naruto character study. We're going to start with Shippuden. Um, and with that kind of just like, this is when we started to see the popularity boost of it. 
Um, I don't know if you want to touch on it now or if you want to touch on first the part where we had to watch Shippuden in a weird way because it wasn't necessarily on Toonami when it first came out. Well, what's Toonami? Uh, well, it's Toonami during that time frame because uh, at least for me, when I had to watch it, uh, at this point, I was still a dubber. So, like, I, I really much watched almost everything exclusively in the dub. Uh, I know a certain uh, third co-host uh, understands, but but just just come over to the to the real side. I'm just saying. Uh, but here's I don't know if this was the case for you, but for me, I had to watch it through. Oh, good heavens! I have to say it. I, I had to watch it through Disney XD. Okay. Oh yeah, I forgot it came on that way. Yeah. Yeah. So they so Disney XD for like a very short period of time i think it was all the way up to i think the the like sasuke retrieval arc i mean not the sasuke retrieval arc you know like the the the, the orochimaru arc yeah yeah mm-hmm. the tenchi bridge arc yeah. they they ran it through all the way up to that and when i say they censored the mess out of that show <laughs> they censored the mess out of that show like mm-hmm. blood gone like kunai and swords basically gone if they were pointing at somebody's like vital organs so if you got stabbed it was gone or or just like sequences where if it was intense violence they cut away Mm. and like you still hear the violence in the background but it's like cuts to something else and then a certain transformation that happens on later in the series, the, the foretale transformation, they censored that to the highest heavens. I never saw that. Oh, I get censored. Dang. Um, oh, yeah. That was that was the way I had to watch it. Mm-hmm. But fortunately for me, manga. So that's fair. That's fair. I was straight. Yeah. For me, I I know like uh, Gab Freak talked about it before, not on the pod, but watching it on YouTube through like different parts of it where it's like or, or part two part three different subtitles and then i think that's when i first started watching it in um sub uh it's, yeah so with that just like and then the subtitles were sometimes be like a different language and then you'd have to find the proper version of it because like again just that transition period was really weird so i think the gara arc um up to I would say the Tensei Bridge kind of um, was all YouTube, mostly YouTube, and then like, a, like poking around from time to time before like it got picked up on Hulu later. And, and then when we get to it later, I started reading the manga for uh, Shippuden at a certain point. So, yep, yep, definitely, definitely. And uh, all I gotta say is, uh, when we are as fans, we are we are, anime fans are really resourceful when it comes to getting their media. Um, the Dragon Ball fandom is uh, no exception, especially considering the fact that they would uh, rent out like people will actually get the Spanish dub of the series because that one had the English translations first and got like the bootleg bootleg of bootlegs Yeah, on the VHS tapes. Just let, let's not talk about that time. Let's not talk about that time. <laughs> yeah. So like at the start of it, we can, once we get to the recap, we can um kind of talk about when the popularity boosted, boosted. But at this point it was still like not as high as it was. I would say in Anark, it got really big. Maybe, maybe the war arc and then people came back to it. I would even say like even slightly before pain, like during 
the Sasuke Itachi fight, that was, mm, yeah. Because okay. you got to remember that came right before Pain. So I, I, yeah, I'm just trying to remember the popularity of it. Because like there was like a time where it was like down, and then it spiked. So yeah, yep. And that was, and that was at least the rough time frame of when that happened. But yeah, like that's yeah. Let, let's let's go ahead get into it. <laughs> All right, so with that, we are getting into our Naruto uh, part two character studies, starting with Shippuden. So we talk about the return, uh, one of the best OPs of Shippuden, in my opinion, because that goes crazy. And exactly. And then, man, the Akatsuki, you want to talk about like a group at the time where they made it seem like dangerous? The Akatsuki were it (laughs) up to a certain point. Yep, yep. But, uh, but yeah, let's also let's address an elephant in the room, which is the fact just how the show actually opened up with a flash forward to them yes. in Team Seven. You're just like, so you're just gonna spoil basically a big moment mm. of the series all the way at the beginning. That it, that's kind of wild. Oh, like they did in Boruto and then gave us filler trash for 200 episodes. See, that was that was just that was just them not learning. Uh, that was just them not learning from their mistakes. Uh this this was a ge- that was a genuine uh trash, but uh So let's get into it, man. So let's get into it. All right, so it cuts to three years later, and then you see uh just two individuals walking into the village, and then you see the reactions of everybody's like, hold on, is that who I think it is? And then it cuts to Naruto standing on top of a water tower looking over uh the Leaf Mount Rushmore is like, hey, hey, Leaf Village, your boy has come back with the ultimate Riz. <laughs> and and you see, like, he came back with a new getup. As, yes. Instead of going with the orange and blue, he decided to go with the orange and black. You know, orange is the new black. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> and he's, he's taller. Of course, like, everybody is, like, reacting to, like, Naruto's return. And Jiraiya is just there being being a goat even though we do need to talk about how uh this man totally failed naruto as a teacher in those three years but i'm uh but but we're not getting into that right now we're not getting uh we'll talk touch about that later yes but yeah so he's basically reuniting with everybody you know like sakura's noting how much taller he's gotten but he still basically has the same personality like he like he grew but he didn't grow because he's a 16 year old. He he still has one thing on his mind. Um, <laughs> and like, of course, he goes Kamahamaru. He's basically like a little older now. And just Naruto getting reacquainted with the village and just everybody. Right. Uh, and everybody seeing them again after three years. So, yeah, uh, coming back with that, you see Kakashi, he pulls up and he's like, hey, do you still got it? So they they do the bell test again, and then he almost got his revenge on Kakashi. Ooh, okay. he almost got to get back. Listen, he had to get it back in blood. I'm just saying. <laughs> Though, in, in my opinion, like while I actually loved this fight, right, or this confrontation, you know, showcasing just how much Naruto has grown. Uh, of course, like him using his shadow clones more strategically. Yeah, being Sakura with her uh, monster strength, but. For me, the best version of this fight was actually on Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm 2 because they went dummy for no reason. And Naruto (laughs) ends up like pulling out the nine tails on Kakashi. And you're just like, yo, (laughs) 
you know, nothing like the the series of the manga, man. Where was this at? <laughs> but, but yeah, of course, like they pass and they're getting reacquainted and everything, and then they get a uh, uh, a a notification from from Tamari that our boy Gar got got. Yes. So with that, we also did a uh, character study of Gara. So a lot of it we kind of touched on there. So we don't need to necessarily repeat. And then also a lot of the uh, happenings that occurred were between uh, Sakura and Grandma Chio and then also Sasori. So with that, we can kind of speed along. You know, obviously Gara, he has Toby's pull from him. At that final scene, we see Granny Chio giving her life, and then Naruto pulls up and helps her with that. So if you kind of want to just touch on that dynamic and how he, uh, Again, once again, was bonded with Gara, who achieved what Naruto had always hoped to achieve. Yeah, so of course Gara became the Kage of his village, and that's something Naruto always wanted. So he's extra on point, trying to get to, trying to go find to save Gara. Of course, they run into speed bumps along the way, uh, and by speed bump, it's his, that speed bump's name is Itachi Uchiha, and uh, and you're just like, ooh. <laughs> So, of course, like, Naruto's pretty much having to deal with the older brother of his best friend who's best friend trying to kill. So, so Naruto, of course, he gets genjutsu nearly immediately. Yeah. Which is kind of a running thing with Itachi. And with that, right, uh, Naruto managed to finally get out of it. With the help of his teammates, he finally... And he shows off his new move, which is just giant Rasengan. Uh, uh, and to show, like, how much he's grown... And then we get to like him chasing after Datara, who basically starts disrespecting the corpse of Gara, and and Naruto starts losing it. And by losing it, he pulls out the tail beast cloak. And and by losing it, he pulls out two tails of the tail beast cloak. And that's where we start denoting that, like, okay, when he did it against Sasuke, he was only at the one tail stage. But the more tails you pull out, the stronger he gets. But the more the fox is taking control of him. And it hurts him as well. Yes, which is slowly becoming a problem as Kakashi was, of course, giving the warning about that from Jiraiya. It's like, hey, if you start seeing that cloak come out, stop him before he gets the four tails. Mm -hmm. And we never hear, like, why four tails mm -hmm. is a problem right, in, this, right. in this arc. So he has to... You no, know, slap a seal on Naruto, get him under control, and then basically talk no jutsu's Granny Chio after he comes to, like, hey, Gar gave up his life. Like, well, Gar's dead. Y'all basically screwed this boy over from the beginning because you were kind of involved in him get becoming the one tail Jinchuriki. Right. Granny Chio, of course, gets hit with talk no jutsu, and then she gives up her life to bring Gar back, and everything's all hunky dory. It's like, yay, my boy's back. And let's continue on with the story. Yeah, so kind of with that, I believe, like, going back and reviewing the series like we did in order to prep for this, Talk No Jutsu by the end of it makes a lot more sense in context. I think now people just kind of make fun of it just to make fun of it. But if you see his character development, especially in Shippuden, Talk No Jutsu makes a lot more sense in the Thorfinn school of I have no enemies. So kind of with that... uh Skipping ahead, obviously Gar gets back. So Sai gets added to the team um, who is added on by Donzo. We kind of will touch on Donzo a little bit later. Yamamoto, he's kind of the replacement for Kakashi. I forgot why they take Kakashi off the team. Um, he has the fact he used his Mangekyo Sharigan to detain a Datara. And because 
he's not a an Uchiha, the Mangekyo takes too much chakra out of him, so he's bedridden. Yes, and then with Yamato being um, a clone of the first Hokage, he uh, also is able to better seal the uh, Nine Tails as well. But also in this arc, we kind of I might be getting the placement of it wrong, but Naruto starts to learn more about like his powers and training where kind of like he said with Jiraiya, he learns that his shadow clones and this, I don't know if this was always meant to be, but his shadow clones should be used to gather information, whatever okay. they learn. It's much later. Actually. Okay. So, all right. So I believe then the arc is, then we go into the uh, Tensi Bridge, right? Yup. And we learn about the foretale. So with that, um, there's a plan to kind of get to Orochimaru because he used to work with Sasori, um, the puppet master. And then with that, Yamamoto is there. Kind of skipping ahead again. We don't need to cover the entire series if you've seen it. So with that, this is the first time he's seen Orochimaru three plus years, like ever since Sasuke left. And like, that's a lot of hatred he has uh, towards this man because he literally took his best friend away from him. Uh, CP talking spicy. He's talking extra spicy too absolutely so kind of just like with that naruto snaps and we see foretells and then kind of like what you mentioned when they get we get a flashback and it shows that he left a big scar on jiraiya and i don't think he uh remembered that he left the scar on jiraiya right no it's because whenever he transforms into the foretells it's the the fox takes over his body so he has no recollection of anything that happens to him Yes. So this is the first time we ever see the foretells. He completely turns up. Like he hurts Sakura as well. Again, that's not also the first time that Sakura knows that like Naruto had the nine tail fox in him and and like his drive to saving Sasuke turned Naruto into a monster. Yes. Was she not there when he well, I guess a lot of the younger people don't understand like when he fought Neji like only the older adults so that kind of makes sense because like only, even Neji was like what is this chakra but everyone else understood like what the yeah. chakra was it's like the adults realize what yes. that red chakra is no none of the team none of the yes. Kona Hot 12 does absolutely so with that she sees it she's shocked and like just like seeing that so she gets injured and then Naruto he pulls out that tail beast bomb boy and blows all the like that was crazy like he was giving Orochimaru the hands and feet man the hands the feet the tails and I gotta say like if if Orochimaru didn't have the forward thinking of basically Orochimaru was forced to remove Naruto like he had to push him away and send him towards Yamato and everybody else because like if I keep going I'm gonna die Um, yes so so yeah of course that's when Yamato is like okay Time to, time to show them why I was chosen. He seals Naruto. Uh, he seals like the Nine Tails Chakra away, and then Sakura has to heal Naruto because when he transforms into the Four Tail state, his skin peels off. Yeah, like it peels off and starts burning, which is what they censored out and said it transitions to like him just being angry and then just boom transform. Uh, okay, okay. Which I was like trash. So yeah, and. And of course, like Sakura has to heal him. And then Yamato has to explain to Naruto, like, hey, it was because you recklessly got in your feelings and unleashed the Ninetales that you caused Sakura so much pain because she had to get healed by Kabuto of all people. And then, like, it burns her, right? Yes, well, his Sakura is poison to everybody else. Mm -hmm. 
So, so yeah, just moving on. Naruto's feeling real remorseful, and but they still continue on with the mission. They get inside the Orochimaru facility. Not gets uh, Sai decides to go rogue, and and he learns why that was a terrible idea and why he is basically eighth tier character. He gets he gets put on t shirt real quickly by Sasuke. Yes. And that reunion is full of emotion because, like, Sasuke and meeting Naruto and Sakura for the first time in years. And it shows, like, the results of his training because he just bolos everybody. Dude, the scene where uh, Naruto was about to tap into the Nine Tails and Sasuke was like, nah, fam. That was crazy. And that's when Sasuke realizes that Naruto had that had that fox in him. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have that dog in him. He got that fox in him. That fox. Uh, and yeah he just and then Sasuke was like all right I've had enough of y'all I'm about to kill y'all with Kirin but uh we didn't know that was Kirin yet and then Orochimaru stops and's like hey listen these fools need to stay alive because they can kill some more uh Akatsuki members for you and and it left uh Naruto and Sakura in a deep depressive state for a while all right, and since this is a character study, we can kind of get into just, like, his mental state of it, where it's just, like, man, that that failure that he had to deal with of just, like, dude, I haven't seen you in three years. The last time we f- saw each other, you almost killed me. Um, And, like, he didn't know that Sasuke had an opportunity to kill him, like, once yep. he was down and stuff like that. So it's, like, he's thinking, and then also, like, I've been training with uh one of the legendary, well, signing, signing, but also Sasuke is, when you think about it as well, but, like, last time um, he faced Orochimaru, they beat, quote-unquote, beat Orochimaru. So that's kind of tough to deal with, where it's, like, my training was nothing. Yeah, it's, like, it just proves, like, like, Naruto is basically encountering failure twice of mm. the same mission. And, mm. yeah, and then also it's another another added level because of the fact that, like, at this point, he's basic, basically mentally nerfed from his Fortales experience yeah as well because they're like hey like sakura got hurt because of me i will not rely on the nine fox which is what he had to use in order to be on par with a pre-trained sasuke in the first place and seeing sasuke bolo both of them without even using his curse mark like that just that was that was enough for him he he, he was down and out and, and essentially like now Naruto is more determined than ever to train in order to catch up with Sasuke. And then at this stage as well, um, I know you mentioned that, like when um, with the Sasuke part in part one, where uh, Sakura ignores him and he starts to realize that she oh, really, really loves Sasuke over him. She, he still has some feelings for Sakura at this time, but it's like it's waning, and he understands that. So like. The connection is still the promise and just to, like to fail her again and to fail his friend. So uh, moving forward, is the next part the Akatsuki kind of learning more arc and stuff like that with training? Yeah, this is like the yeah, this is the uh, the Kakuzu arc. This is where yeah. Naruto learns the Rasen Shuriken and where, where he uh, what you mentioned earlier, which is where he learns the tactical use of his shadow clones, which is gathering more information. And also it's like, hey, because Naruto, you have the unique ability to summon millions of shadow clones at your beck and call kakashi and yamato are like all right 
we're going to have all your clones and yourself training in order to master like elemental energy because of the fact that like Sasuke mastered a master lightning style. Lightning. Like, then he has fire because of the Uchiha's. Yeah. And he has fire as well. Like you need something. <laughs> and then we learned that that he has wind, which while it while it's ne- negging against a uh, fire, it all but it is strong against lightning style. Yeah. So, so yeah. So like he's training, of course, learning about about like his energy, like trying to de- develop a jutsu, or essentially complete the jutsu that the fourth Okage created. I think this was like a really cool introduction. Um, it's kind of like with JoJo, where it's like the first part of it. It was Hamon, I believe, is what it was called. So like the magic abilities, and then yep. they transitioned it into stance. Yep. Um, whereas like with the chakra, it has element that added. So again, like with that uh, Kakuza, and he is also with Hidan. You know, Shikamaru solos him after R.I.P. Asuma Sensei. Um, so then. Uh, Naruto, he pulls up after his training, and this is kind of like where he was on that Ichiro, uh, Ichigo thing where he's like, I'm going to do it myself. Everyone just like stay back because like for him, he really needed to prove himself. So he was getting he was getting done in at a bit, but then he was like, OK, I got this. And he pulls out that Rasen Shuriken and obliterates this man. I believe um, I saw something where it's like Naruto actually doesn't kill a lot of people in the show. And like nope. this is one of the few people that he actually kills. He doesn't kill Kakuzu, actually. So, he just, yeah, what happens? So the thing is that the Rasen Shuriken, when he uses it on Kakuzu, it literally tears all of his chakra points mm-hmm. and also all the chakra points in Naruto's hand at the same mm-hmm. time, which is why he was forbidden to use it. But like Kakuzu is still left alive, and then Kakashi has to come in and kill him. Don't ask for Yes, yes. So, so it's a combo kill. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's just Kakashi double tapping. Kakashi. It was the MK one. <laughs> he just he just double tapped him, but, right. but yeah. So Naruto's like he's now in the hospital, like because his Rasen Shuriken messed him up. And then at this point, like while he's in the hospital, he learns that Sasuke killed Orochimaru, and now Orochi, and now Sasuke's going on the hunt for Itachi. And then, and because of that. He decides in his infinite wisdom, like him and like his group, to go out and find Itachi first. Mm. And of course, Naruto ends up finding Itachi. And this is where you get like a really great sequence that displays both characters in a pretty positive light where where Naruto's basically like saying like, hey, no, Itachi's like, why are you so obsessed with my brother? And then... And then Naruto's like, hey, to me, he's my best friend, and I've been a better brother to him than you ever were, my boy. And this is before we learned about Itachi. Yep. And because of that, like, Itachi just smiles and then puts a crow in Naruto's uh, throat, <laughs> paws. And he, and we never learn what happens about that until much later. He's like, hey, take care of my brother, all right? And then that's when uh, Sasuke kills Itachi, kills Itachi, then goes full uh, rogue, but we're not talking about Sasuke today. Only just to tie in because he learns about the history of the Hidden Leaf Village and it's kind of dark. So that ties into why and then like uh, also why the Hidden Leaf Village is later in the story. Like, yeah, we just got to kill this man. So, yeah. Yeah. And it's at this point that we reach the darkest moment in uh in Naruto's timeline and history. To a goat, to a real one. <laughs> to a toad. 
to to the toad himself. He got put on a pack. Jeez, on a t-shirt. He didn't even get. He didn't even get donut squad. He just got exploded. This this man Jariah, he got jumped by 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 one man, but also that one man was six people. Uh, pain. This is where pain comes into play, dude. Jariah, we have to give so much credit. A lot of people that fought pain were getting like soloed by like one pain at a time. Jariah was mostly handling uh, a good portion of the six, but he like he got his throat crushed. Yeah, five at a time. Yep. He got his throat crushed. He got his arm destroyed, <laughs> cut off. So he was literally going one with like you know he had um I believe did he have the granny and the um grandpa told yeah, him yeah we'll go with him and they were still getting bodied. So yeah, that that scene was painful when Naruto learned. I literally watched that uh, yesterday on YouTube just to kind of like recap with a lot of the pain arc. Oh, no, I couldn't. I couldn't do that to myself. I think just like, so we don't have to like cover all of that, but like getting told, because like I remember on that scene, Gamakichi was kind of about to say something. And then uh, Gamakichi was like, that is not your place to tell. Um, So with that, he's like, yo, Sonate, if he was Hokage, he never would have let you go on that mission alone. Um, And like that, their dynamic, Jiraiya is like, only the second person where he never had to prove himself to Jiraiya. Um, Hinata is number one. And then, like, Jiraiya was, like, number two. Like, he, like, got connected with Jiraiya because of, like, the perviness, but, like, like the whole connection. Like, even with Kakashi, he had to be like, hey, I'm capable, even though um his dad was Kakashi's mentor and stuff like that. But he still had to prove himself. And then even with Haruka-sensei, he had to prove himself. Um, Maybe not Ichiraka guy. But I mean, that's not like that's number three. That's number three. So, like, but Jiraiya like took him in, um, you know, essentially being his granddad, um, teaching Godfather him, actually. Yes, Godfather, uh, teaching him the Rasengan, saying, "Hey, you can surpass the fourth. I believe in you. You are the child of destiny." And man, their dynamic was just so beautiful. Even just like going away for those three years and just taking care of him um he was that person that naruto could lean on and so many times i mean even later in that episode man aruka showing again why he was actually naruto's dad on earth uh being like hey this man was proud of you um you're not a failure and stuff like that so that was definitely uh tough and then i believe from there he gets pulled away to go to sage training mode yep because okay. at this point like Naruto's still in like full uh morning mode and he's like he's, and then he knows like all right basically he's in full revenge mode like I need to go run spitting it put get it back in blood so I need all six yeah yeah so I train with uh train with all the toad sages in order to master sage mode which is a feat not even Jiraiya could achieve so this also ties in the fact of him surpassing his predecessors like he surpassed Minato with Kraden Ross and Shuriken and now he surpassed uh Jiraiya with sage mode and I believe this is Senjutsu right yes this is Senjutsu sage mode so he's he's learning that and while all that's happening Pain dis- Pain decided to pull up on the village and and decide to spin the block on the entire village and uh and then in two mighty words, Shinra Tensei obliterates the leaf village, kills almost everybody. Kakashi dead. Tsunade, life support. And then Naruto pulls up. And the greatest, one of the greatest pull-ups in anime. <laughs> <laughs> 
One of the greatest pull-ups that have had that red cloak, my guy. <laughs> he had the drill. And that scroll on his back, he was ready for action. And action it was, the fight between the two children of prophecy, the two uh, apprentices of Jiraiya, yes. the, the two greatest ninja of the, of the world at that time, duking it out in the remains of the hidden leaf. And it was a battle to behold. Um, trying to recall that uh, I didn't watch the full fight again. Um, what were there other pains that were already taken out, or did he take out five before the whole like he not a situation? So what happens is that like initially one of the pains got dropped, but it immediately got resurrected. Mm-hmm. So it was Naruto against all six pains, and he systematically takes out each and every last one of them. Mm-hmm. before the main pain decided to say, all right, Naruto, come here, sit down, get stabbed, and let me uh, let me teach you a lesson about the cycle of hatred, which, oh, man. which is the best speech in anime history. I don't want to hear any debate because that cycle of pain speech, cycle of hatred speech, is so powerful that it had Naruto speechless. Yeah. When have you had Naruto not be able to give a response? It was the no talk jutsu. Yes. yes. Pain almost nar almost talk no jutsu Naruto. And but and like I just love that I can do a whole episode alone on the cycle of hatred and just mm-hmm. pain's character. In fact, put it in the uh put put it in the notes. We we're doing a, a Patreon analysis. <laughs> yes, let's do a Patreon sponsored episode of the character announces a pain. So let's get it. All right. So let's get into it. Into uh, what I consider to be the one of the most dirty scenes I've seen in all time. Jesus. Hanada. Baby girl. Baby girl. She did the one thing Sakura could never. <laughs> she pulled up for her mans. Yes. And she she tried her best. She tried her hardest. She She knew she was about to die. She she knew what was up, and she she knew first thing is like, listen, the reason I'm doing all this Naruto is because I love you, and this ain't no I like you. This ain't no like this ain't no like familial or friendship. No, I love you. Yes, and then she dies, dude. I'm uh, just like, oh my gosh, like her pulling out like the the lion's uh fist. And then, like, her first move was to take out, like, the rods because she understood that I can't beat Pain, but Naruto, I believe he can. So, like, even if I have to die to stop Pain, I'll do it. And then Pain, when he was like, come here, almighty pull, sit down. And then he was like, love breeds sacrifice. Sacrifice breeds hatred. Hatred breeds pain. (laughs) Wait, no, no. And then he ends it off with no pain. and naruto immediately goes four tails like immediately goes four and like pulls out and we eventually get six and one scene because i was watching that fight you know when he hits him with like essentially a brick wall he hit him with the folding chair jutsu oh not not only that uh it was in this fight that that both him and uh Payne decided to go gear fifth. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying they both went to gear five. Uh, you know they were getting tuned level of shenanigans and and yeah, I said once that six tail hit, 
that that's when all bets were off because Yamato's outside of the village at this point. So he yes. can't come back in time to stop Naruto from going roughshod. Not that he could do anything anyway, because he destroyed it. Yeah. Yeah. He destroyed the thing that seals the tail beast chakra. So he's like, nah, run your pockets. And then, and then he pulls out eight tails after planetary destruction. Yes. After, after Chibaku Tensei, after fighting and, and pretty much running Payne's pockets, Payne's like, okay, I need to end this, put him in a moon. And then eight tails comes out and you're just like, Oh no, because when you see like in the mindscape, you see Naruto, he's basically full on depression. He rising up to like take out the to take off the seals. Like, yo, I'm done with everything. Pain wants me to know pain. I I'ma show him pain. And then in comes Daddy. I'm wearing the cloak right now. Minato with the clean pull-up. Um, so kind of like what we'll get him with the tie-in. We see, um, we see. He was like, "Hey, when I sealed the fox in you, I sealed a little bit of myself, uh, just in case this ever were to happen." And he kind of just like, "This is the first time that Naruto ever realizes who his dad is," which is crazy because if you see the pictures of them, like he's like literally the only other person with yellow hair, and no one ever mentions like, "Hey." like tells him who his parents is which is crazy because he lives by himself since he was a kid because of the third okage actually it's not just because the third okage it's because of this this other person we're going to talk about later named donko but um yes but we ain't we ain't talking about him right now we ain't talking about him right now (laughs) but just yeah that was touching um and then just being like hey i believe in you naruto you don't have to do this um both like telling the sacrifice telling how the nine tails like came to be and attacked the village and um a little bit of tying into Toby, but I believe at the time he believes it's Madara. Yeah. Right. So yeah. So kind of that. So they have a conversation, and then he's like, "I believe in you. Go get him." And man, that that final Rasengan he hits a pain is just beautiful. <laughs> yep. Takes him out, and then he's like, "All right, I know all these are puppets. I need to go find the real one and Send you soon. Yeah, and murder him." Like, remember, he is still has murder on the mind. Right. He goes to uh, goes to the hiding spot and he talks with Nagato. He talks with the real pain. And essentially, this becomes not now. You thought Neji versus Naruto was a fight of ideals. This was a fight of ideals because essentially like the two children of prophecy just having a conversation talking about just how much hatred there is in the ninja world. Like, hey, Jiraiya wanted to give. Like he entrusted the task for both of us. And like we and like this was the answer I came up with, Naruto. What answer do you have? And Naruto's like, hey, I may not know the answer right now, but a lot of people are counting on me. A lot of people believe in me. And I will do what it takes to find peace for Jiraiya. And while I hate your guts, I really do. I can't bring myself to kill you because it would sully the memory of Jiraiya. And I it's either this part or when he gets like the training arc, but he's like, I'm going to take on the pain of and hatred of the world uh, for you. And then with that, like Nag- Nagato is so touched that he then uh, does the resurrection jutsu. And is it resurrection? Because like, there's like, you know, the forbidden one where they bring like the, the no, that's the reanimation. So it's yeah, the resurrection, yeah. 
this was resurrection because it brings back yeah. all the people who died recently. Know that it does not bring back Dry because he he long dead by this point. Yeah. Um. And Ma- Toby and Madara are livid because that was not the plan. Um. So with that, like we see again Naruto, and one of the best moments of the show is when he gets back to the village and they hail him as a hero. And it's like the first time where the entire village acknowledges him as a hero, which is crazy because like even I, I just like with Gara, maybe they didn't know that was him since it was like so far away from the village, possibly. But like when he gets back and everyone acknowledges him as a hero, that is such a beautiful scene because that's all he's wanted his entire life, you know. And because um, it's later, Itachi tells him about like getting acknowledged and then Hokage and stuff like that. But yeah, we can keep going. Yep. Yep, let's keep on moving because uh, that that seems about to get me in tears. Uh, but all right, now let's get into true uh true debauchery, true uh degeneracy from Sasuke Uchiha. Okay, yes. so essentially at this point, so Sasuke pretty much re- went off the handle. He uh he got pieced up by uh Killer B, the A tells, but we're we're not talking about that uh about that that pure degeneracy. But uh, <laughs> fried him up. We're not talking about that pack watch, but uh, but still, like Killer B, he's missing because he decided to escape the village. It's like, hey, this is a perfect chance for me to leave. So everybody thinking that Killer B got taken out by Sasuke, who joined the Akatsuki. Naruto is full distress, and and now an order has been put out that mm. Sasuke is persona non grata, excommunicado, R.I.P. on site. Is this before or after Kanye's on five comic Kanye's on that? Right before. And okay, okay. That's why I say like this is gonna be pure debauchery because yeah. things go off the handle. And then at this point, most of the Akatsuki at this time are like mostly dead. Like it's really just like Zetsu, um, Toby. Zume. Yes, who then later, you know, our boy guy yes. handles <laughs> so, pack watch too. But yes. But yeah, so like Essentially, like what happens is that uh, Naruto he tries to go to the to the Raikage's like who's the brother of Killer B's like hey listen 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 please don't kill Sasuke he he on his knees he begging on his knees for him not to kill that and and Raikage's like nah he took out my brother yes putting him on a <laughs> yes and and like from that moment and then right after that. Toby pulls up on Naruto and t- and that's when he tells him everything. Yes. Tells him like the history of the village, just what happened with Itachi, the whole truth. And then Naruto ends up having like a whole panic attack and whole hyperventilation. Like the whole cycle of hatred has now, and the Uchiha hatred has been reborn in Sasuke, who at this point is now running roughshod on the entire Five Kage Summit. It's kind of like Attack on Titan where it's like, yo, dude, I was chilling. And then like my entire life is a lie. Like my, well, this is not a Sasuke character study, but essentially like him learning that my entire life is a lie. And then Naruto understanding that, yo, his whole life is like even more similar to mine, where it's like we both got screwed pre-birth by the mechanizations of these older people in the village and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yep. And, and then comes the absolute worst moment in this entire show. We have to talk about it. Mm-hmm. The Sakura confession. That, that was that was actually very cringe. Oh my goodness, bro! I, I look when I was reading that at first, I was like, "Wait, what's happening?" 
Yeah. How are you just going to confess to Naruto like right then and there? And then I kept reading. I'm like, I don't like this. That was, that was dirty. And then seeing it in animation, I was like, oh, I hate this. Yeah. <laughs> this was a burning passion. Because essentially like what happened is that Sakura, she finds out that the reason why Naruto is pretty much going ham and pretty much on a one-man vendetta for Sasuke is because of the fact like he's fully burdened by Sakura's promise to him and the fact that he still loves her. And so she thinks in her infinite wisdom that, hey, if I say like I don't care about Sasuke anymore, I love you, Naruto, that that's going to get him to stop. Naruto decides to pull up. He's like, man, I don't simp for you no more. He he used his own Biakugan. Like he <laughs> saw through it. He he see through everything. He's like, look, the one thing I hate more than anything is people who lie to themselves. He saw it for what it was, and he walks off like a true alpha king. Yes. Focus on yourself, kings. But like with this, uh, one thing with relationships with that. What kind of sucks is the fact that Hinata confessed to him at the pain thing and they never touched on it again until like the movie. Understanding like this is kind of like when the end game of the show starts to begin. Um, So like yeah. obviously you can't dive deep too deep into it. Uh, So with that also during that time she confesses I believe they're looking for Sasuke and Sasuke pulls up again and gives Naruto the beating of his life. Does he... I'm trying to recall. I, I remember this is the part where he's like, hey, we don't have to talk um, to like know each other. It's like we can just trade fists and stuff like that. But I know like it's like an L for Naruto metaphorically. OK, here's here's what like went down, because like after this point, yeah, like they confront each other for the first time in a while. It's like Sasuke full on insane. And and like and like, of course, Naruto got hit with the poison kunai, but becomes Sakura. Uh, this this is a a Sakura Hayden channel, y'all. Um, and essentially they are clashing like their signature jutsus because essentially Naruto is like, if things went out just slightly different, our roles are re- could be reversed. Yes, and like I could like I could be the rogue ninja that destroys the world. I could be Gara essentially. Like, yeah, and I. And I can't let this happen to you, Sasuke. So just know, because they end up clashing and it becomes even. Yeah. Which in my opinion, like, I can get why it's kind of an L for Naruto. Because Naruto's kind of like semi-mostly full power. Sasuke's mm-hmm. nerfed to all to all get out. So, and they still were even. So I'm just thinking because, like, he didn't definitively beat him and then bring him back from no. the perspective. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. So essentially, both of them, they, they come to the conclusion and the agreement that like hey the next time we fight like we're gonna go we're gonna go our separate ways we need to get stronger yeah and the next time we fight we are both going to die that's the last one yeah yeah so so yeah and that point that naruto he pretty much like all right i need to go and control control hatred yes he's he's pretty much like pulling a nagato he's like listen i need to confront hatred i need to confront front like all the hatred for sasuke and the ninja world so i need to go confront the hatred in myself named the nine-tailed fox yes and just kind of with the most of along, this is when the beginning of the war is kind of beginning him and b and yamamoto go off to uh, uh, this cave um go for training and we get to see like there's this one beautiful scene where naruto he has to confront himself 
and like he's fighting you're going hand in hand with himself trading back and forth it's perfectly even and then his self is like essentially semi nightel's uh farm and he like goes to him and he essentially like hugs him and he's like and his nightel form starts to cry and like it becomes him and it's like again that hatred so when we get to talk no jutsu later it makes so much sense so then also he has to uh be as like hey in order to like get to the nine tails at this point he's not trying to be the friends with the nine tails he's just trying to control him so he doesn't like go out of control so it's like you know the um the tail beast cloak essentially uh but the controlled form of it so he goes inside and this is such a cool scene where he like he's like yo let's get it he opens up the gate of ceiling and Ninetales is like, oh, you think I'm a hog? It's like, oh, you think this is sweet? Nah. <laughs> and they end up going at each other. Like, Ninetales <laughs> using, because he can't use any Ninetales tries, so he's yes. in sage mode. And so they got like, shiny Rasengan's millions of <laughs> Like, Rasengan barrages, Rasen shurikens, but, and then when it comes to like a tug of war, he ends up like losing the tug of war because mm-hmm. he still can't like fully comprehend and can't fully control all of that hate mm-hmm. until mama appears. That was, that was a beautiful scene. Yep. And it's like when he realizes that, because he first thinks like that's another illusion from the tail beat from the nine tail pot. And then, yes. he, but then he realizes from her speech pattern, like, wait, you know, that's my mama. Mm-hmm. Waterworks and he waterworks, I tell you, runs and hugs her like that's crazy. Like, his whole life for 16 years, he had never met his like, did not know who his dad was, did not know his mom was, like, had no real like, he had semi parental figures, like, obviously, dry or rubrica, but like, no like constant in my life every day I can go home to, um, and just like hug like that. And just like their conversations, she's like, Yo, don't worry, I got you with this nine tails thing and then like let's have a conversation and that's the first real conversation he had with his mom and man that's that 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 was tough with kushina just like uh, how they both sacrifice themselves for their uh their child yeah and you and you see the flashback of just minato and kushina but we're not talking about them today and just which circumstances of naruto's birth and how they die ties into something later it's very similar <laughs> When we move forward. So with that, he essentially controls uh, Nine Tails. When does he learn the name of the Nine Tails? Because in the middle of the war. So, yeah. So like at this point, like he he has control of the Nine Tails now, thanks to Mama Bear. And he he has the uh, Nine Tails chakra mode. And this point, like at this point, like Naruto, at this point, he's training to get used to the mode. He's trained to learn how to use a Biju bomb, which he can't do because of the fact that the Ninetales is so salty. Yeah. <laughs> Not letting him win at that. So he's like, all right. That's it. Um, I forgot because it's like Ninetales still kind of hates him. Was it that like whenever he used the mode, he was supposed to get more tired or get, like lose chakra or something like initially at first, right? Oh, initially it's the fact that he can't use shadow clones because in the mode because of the fact like if he did it would like disrupt the balance between naruto's chakra and the tail and the oh, nine tails and the nine tails could take control again mm-hmm. so of course like moving speeding on ahead there's like a confrontation with kisame that naruto just backhands and then <laughs> he learns that there's a whole war going the fourth great shinobi war in the middle of it like he just learns that that's what's happening yes. also protect him and he's like nah 
I'm going to the front line. And he, him and Killer B, they both just rush out. They escape the island. Um, and they go on to the front lines where they confront Tsunade and the Raikage. They're both just like, listen, boy, I'm going to need both of y'all to step back. <laughs> and then Naruto's like, you know what? I'll do that as soon as you can catch me. And then mm-hmm. just speed blitz the Raikage. Because, again, Raikage at this time is like one of the fastest ninja living. Yes, and the only person to have surpassed him in speed was Minato. Mm-hmm. And then Nar- and now Naruto has outsped him in the chakra mode. And then Naruto goes out on the front lines. He's able, he at some point, like he's able to use, send out millions of shadow clones to the various different battlefronts and he's fighting everybody. Mm-hmm. And remember what I told you that he couldn't use shadow clones beforehand, mm-hmm. but now he could. And then even the eight tails, he points that out as well. He's like, hold on. How does Naruto still have this much chakra left? And he's still fighting on multiple fronts. So, like, there's multiple things happening on the battlefield. Naruto's fighting against a bunch of Zetsu clones. He's fighting against Tobi. And then then also because he has the Senjutsu, he can tell the difference between the Zetsu clones. And he's real. Because that was a thing. Yep. And then he ends up coming to the big boy. (laughs) The real Madara. Ooh. And, And it's from this moment, like, because when Marta first resurrects, he's like, let me see if I can summon the Nine Tails. Realize he couldn't because Naruto, he just feels so much like pain. But it's not pain from like the Nine Tails like being summoned. It's pain because that Nine Tails is full on hatred for Madara. Yes. If there was one person that the Nine Tails hated more than Naruto at that moment, it was Madara and Toby. And he's like, oh, nah, he's a problem. And without saying anything to Naruto, he... Like it's throughout this entire confrontation that we learn that the Ninetales has been secretly helping Naruto the entire time. Yes. In this entire war. And of course, like he's the real Naruto's fighting Toby. And that's when he learns like what the what the Ninetales real name is because he's fighting like all the other like resurrected tail yeah. beasts. And like in their fighting, he's of course like punches them and is like, as you mentioned, like we can understand each other without saying a word. And he's like, okay, I know what the, the tail beasts, all their names are and how they don't want to be controlled. Right. Help him. They want help. So Naruto finally goes into the, goes and talks with the nine tail Fox. Yeah. I just like that part. I know like when he first started like getting the power, he told him after he beat the tail foxes, like, I'm going to take that hate out of you. I'm going to like help you heal through that. And essentially like that. And then even with like eight tails, he was like, yo, uh, nine tails, Naruto ain't supposed to be doing all this right now. It seems like you uh, are kind of like helping. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about, but like that whole conversation, um, and explaining to them the sage of uh, the six paths and that, and then learning his name. He was like, you never asked me my name. You never understood that I did have a name. And then we learned that it's Karama. And just like that part where they like really come together, you know, different things happen. And they, yes, pound fist. And yo, the full club just like understanding part of it. And like, I thought it was going to be like more like B where B can just turn into the eight tails whenever he wants to. But like the way like Naruto does it and it's just like the full chakra nine tails is so dope. Um, So speeding along, kind of this is where uh, Madara and Obito are just wilding out. Uh, got to essentially face the ten tails because they did it in a really cheap way how they got the nine tails formed. Um, so like Sasuke pulls up 
um, and they get reunited because it's like, yo, because Sasuke, he talks to the, all of the previous Kages to like, get an understanding. Minato is helping uh, Naruto. Oh, Yavu um, pulls out the cloak. Yes, uh, just like a c- cool conversation. But then another or another reason why Hinata is best girl, because Naruto is getting uh, handled and he's about to get stabbed. And she immediately runs in and like stands right in front of him, just like the way uh, his mom did uh, when he was a child. And then, oh my gosh, Neji. Number two. Neji runs up behind Hinata and he takes the donut squad for her. And just like... That relationship, like, Neji hated Hinata, like, even with the fight like we talked about. And he hated Naruto originally, but uh, Naruto with their fight with fate and idea- ideologies and stuff like that. So Neji, like, turned to the side of good. Well, not good, but, like, we started to like Neji and we understood him more. And for him to sacrifice himself like that in that way is so touching. And then Hinata, again, being best girl, it's just that you don't sit for somebody. You require them to be their their best selves at all times so naruto is like in despair because like at this i think at this point also like their dads uh died like the you know she could show right yeah like everybody dying around them. obliterated so then he's just like yo i can't do anything and now Na- uh, hinata slaps this man it's like this is not the naruto that i'm in love with get yourself together boy and then oh my god he holds her hand and passes the Nine Tails Chakra, and he just, like, passes it to everyone, um, and so they start turning the tide, essentially, like that. Uh, moving forward, he frees all the Tail Beast, uh, then things happen, talk to Sage and Six Paths, learn kind of the history and stuff like that. We're, we're just speeding along for this purposes. And then after Guy got cheated because he should have beat Madara, um, they pull up with, you know, Sage of Six Paths powers, him and Sasuke, if you want to take over. Yep. So, and then also, I just want to quickly just go over him and Obito because they have amazing conversation as well. But it's just essentially just how like Obito's AC is reminded of his younger self in Naruto, and Naruto's basically like, "Hey, come, come join the side of good," and he does. But yeah, like yeah, as you mentioned, guy got cheated. Um, and Naruto and Sasuke, they both got put on T-shirts by Madara. And then Sage of Six Packs like resurrected both of them and gave them Sage of Six Pack powers with Sasuke getting the Rendagun. And Naruto and Sasuke are both on even footing with Madara. Madara ends up getting the Shine Guns back because Sakura screwed up once again. Um, again, it's the Sakura Hayden show. And then speeding along, like Madara gets betrayed. Infinite Tsukiyomi. Madara gets betrayed. Kaguya is born. Naruto and Sasuke just. They should have. They should have let Naruto win with the um the reverse harm jutsu. They should have. Again, this ain't how the show works. So <laughs> that would have been the greatest moment in anime history. And I bet you people would have rioted. So like at the end of that, like we get how essentially like Naruto and Sasuke and Sakura and uh DMS Kakashi, because DMS Kakashi's best Kakashi, they they managed to steal Kaguya. Everybody's all the tail beasts are free. They're all autonomous and they're all like hunky dory. They're about to have a party. And then in comes the party pooper himself, Sasuke. He's like, nah, come here. Naruto and Sasuke. I mean, Naruto, you and me, you know what we gotta do. We gotta run the ones. Yes. And run the ones they did. Dude, that was all out uh fight. Uh we had a kaiju fight, then they like they lost their chakra and they were just like Let's just throw hands. Just, just, it becomes the hands show. Even when tired and they both can barely stand, they're still giving each other the beats. 
and then it ends off with the final clash of a Rasengan Chidori. But it's one, but at least in the in the manga, it's just you know your standard clash. The anime version decided to make it so beautiful because how they did it was that as Naruto's charging the Rasengan, the hands of every single person that he met and became friends with all start like spiritually helping to make the Rasengan. Mm -hmm. And then with Sasuke, like as he's charging the Chidori and infusing it with Amaterasu, only Itachi's hand is there to help him. And then Clash, Final mm -hmm. Clash, they both acknowledge, Sasuke finally acknowledges that he lost and that mm -hmm. he can turn tide and he's good. And then becomes the giant reveal that they both lost their primary hands. Yeah, that was crazy. Uh, so just kind of with that, um, everyone gets released from the Ethernet Tsukiyomi. And then again, once again, we get to filler. Uh, so kind of transitioning to that, kind of his rise to Hokage, and then we can get into right now the last. So with Shippuden wrapped up, we are going to get into the last and then bits of Boruto. But again, we've uh, had to adjust last week. We missed out on our sponsors. Uh, sponsors gave me a call. They were not happy. So we are going to get into it right now. All right, for today's sponsor, we have the Konoha Shinobi Academy. If you want to learn how to be a great ninja, we have excellent sensei and teachers known as Aruka Sensei. We have Kakashi Sensei. We have ourselves Uzumaki Naruto as a special guest to come in every now and again to teach you the way of the ninja. Come and join us today at the Konoha Shinobi Academy. We are not liable for any uh, life-threatening events or shenanigans that happens in the Leaf Village on a daily basis. We are also not responsible for any occurrence of the Ninetale Fox coming out and destroying the entire village. And we are not responsible for any occurrence of, uh, shin of the Shinobi Village blowing up thanks to uh, Shinra Tensei. Your discretion's advised. All right. So with that, uh, we get into the last. So essentially, one of the Akutsuki, Akutsuki um, alien. Oh, oh uh, yeah, okay. yeah. The alien, the alien god deities pulls up and wants uh, the Byakun god. So he takes it from uh, Hinata's uh, sister, then is going after Hinata as well, the Byakugan princess. She is indeed a princess. Uh, oh, we're not supposed to simp anymore. <laughs> we said that on Monday. I'm so good for me not. Who cares? There we go. There we go. So with that, um, yeah. So essentially, so they go on a mission. What is the mission to do? I can't remember initially. The mission is to essentially rescue Hinata's sister, Hanabi. She gets kidnapped. Yes. Yes. Okay. I thought he just took the eyes. She gets kidnapped. Yes. So with that, gets kidnapped and then takes the eyes. And then at the same time, the um throughout the. We don't have to really talk about the plot. I just want to talk about the romance. But throughout it, we get uh, a sense of it starts with essentially um, Naruto as the kid getting asked what, if it was the end of the world, who would you want to spend your last day with? Which is why he gets the title. And like at that time, he's just like, you know, he's still a knucklehead at that time and he doesn't really care. So then it kind of flashes forward. And the moon at this time is starting to break away just because of the alien deity uh, sh chicanery. <laughs> so with that... Um, the plot, Hinata goes along because it's her sister as well. And man, just like their dynamic, I believe uh, it's one of the fights where essentially their thread of scarf. Oh, she gives him the scarf at the beginning as well. And just like with that, it gets tied so they can kind of like go into each other's memories. And which is really weird because again, Hinata told him he loved him at the pain thing, but he didn't really understand how deep that love went until then. Yeah, I mean... Again, like, don't forget, 
at that time, he is under so much duress at that point. Yes. Murder was on his mind. Uh, Yes. And and like it really took Sakura of all people being the ultimate wing woman for her only useful task in this whole show to basically like tell Naruto like, hey, this girl Hanada loves you, bro. Fiending. Like she is starving for you. Like we like, bro, if you can't get that together and you can't figure that out, what is you doing? Uh, get it together, my my boy. And and it's from that moment on that Naruto started looking at Hinata a little different. And also, don't forget, uh, also at the same time, Naruto got he, he got himself a new arm, uh, currently mm-hmm. of Hashirama cells. So so yeah, so essentially that you see them starting romance and be like kind of like little kids. Kind of like a little kid, kitty romance, you know, like they, they can't look at each other without blushing and they laughing around each other. It, it's kind of cute. It's, it's very cute. And then at the end, and basically they're speeding along throughout the rest of the movie. At the end of it, there's a giant battle because Hinata essentially got captured by Tonelli as well. Yeah, he, there's um, there's that one part where he, uh, Naruto confesses. And when she hit the Aaron Yeager Uno reverse card, and she was like, nah, fam, and left with the dude, like my heart. I was on the floor. I was like, "No!" I, I, I knew, I knew something was up because I was like, "There is no way that she." But then again, that could have been me because, like, like, listen, after after years and after decades of of simping and starving, and and you finally, after ten years, want to say that you love me now? Nah, nah, you go, you gonna learn no pain. You go, no pain. Yes. So giant kaiju fight. Um, he gets help from Hinata, and then at the end of it, uh, when they're returning from the moon, they have the kiss at the end in the oh my gosh, in the sky under the moonlight. That that was a beautiful scene. And then we see that they have two kids. And I thought that was the end of the show when I watched the movie. It was not. Uh, so we have Boruto just covering the movie. Um, primarily. I thought they should have started at the movie, honestly. Like, right after the movie, that's when Boruto the show should have started. But um, with the movie, we see Naruto. He is a struggling dad because he has the responsibility of a Hokage. I don't think he understood that all of the paperwork of politics. And also, apparently, he doesn't know Shadow Clones. Well, he knows Shadow Clones are a thing. But the thing is, he sends Shadow Clones home rather than have a Shadow Clone do all the paperwork. Right, so essentially, as you said, Naruto's struggling that, and now Boruto's essentially acting like a spoiled brat, expect like spoiled Naruto, because he's trying to get his father's attention because he doesn't get it at home. Um, and essentially, like, not, and he doesn't train Boruto much, if at all, mm-hmm. where Boruto goes after his uh, best friend Sasuke in order to get training from him, mm-hmm. which is kind of wild. So, and then, of course, like, there's a, the tuning exams, Boruto's caught cheating by Naruto, and Naruto's just like, nah, fam. I'm disappointed in you. Mm-hmm. How dare you besmirch uh, the name of Uzumaki? Give me your <laughs> head, man. Fam, I've defeated gods, and you can't win in the tournament. <laughs> Even though you're a much more capable ninja. Yeah, you can't win without uh, cheating. That's why. Okay. Then I believe the Akutsuke at this time is Momoshiki, right? Yep, Momoshiki. Decides- so he he pulls up, uh, explodes Naruto, and you're like, golly, they just killed Naruto and like devastated. But we see his sacrifice, and it's similar to uh, not only just like 
you know, the third Hokage is, but also his stat, where it's like becoming the Hokage, you, it, it means sacrifice. Uh, so like with that, that moment where he looks back at his son, uh, man, and just like the devastation on baby girl Hinata's uh, face and stuff like that. So essentially they go to find him and, you know, that, that one of that epic fight occurs, which gets e- better animated even in the anime. Oh, Lord. Just straight hands. Uh, essentially, all hands and feet are are now being used by Naruto and Sasuke to run uh, Momoshiki's pockets. He gets absolutely blasted, uh, but but then he's like, you know what? Nah, I'm gonna let my son handle this. Hey, Boruto, come here and let me give you a uh, a small. Look, he says only a small portion of his chakra, and it was enough to create a giant Rasengan to uh, yes. obliterate Momoshiki. And that's where the movie ended. And that's where my uh, recollection of Naruto ended. All right, we're done here. Right, I'm just, just going to quickly do this. Uh, Kawaki, obviously, Naruto understands what it's like to be an orphan. He becomes like an adoptive father to him. And then also uh, I- Ishiki, I believe. Uh, and we see Baryon mode. And he dusts this man. And then he unfortunately leaves Kurama. And then if you read the manga, well, let's just say there's an opening for stepdad um, duties. So we're going to move forward. Now, with that, we can get into just like uh, talk no jutsu, fighting for your dreams. You know, anything you want to go from there with uh, Naruto? I mean, well, let's go ahead and get it out of the way. Talk no jutsu. Uh, Naruto's most powerful jutsu, even more powerful than the Rasengan, more powerful than the Rasen Shuriken, more powerful than the Teju Bomb. Yeah. It's his ability to basically basically relate to other people by having them experience the flashback of him on that swing for uh at least once an episode <laughs> and then as soon as the music starts playing you know it's raps for you you might as well turn into a good guy right then and there unless your name is kid boo um uh, so so essentially like what that is is like him talking to the villains like to essentially like hey like because all of the villains of naruto at least in some respect basically relates to naruto in some way shape or form which is why he's able to relate to them so easily and say like hey you may have had a similar uh upbringing to me but i'm able to like to get out of the mud and Mm -hmm. and just be able to like thrive because of it look at obito look at nagato yes semi look at itachi uh look at sasuke yeah, and look at Sasuke. So, like, even though he had to throw hands with Sasuke multiple times, we we not talking about that. But uh, <laughs> and yeah, so like he's able to like truly relate to them, truly like relate to their abilities. And I think really Tugno Jutsu stopped in Boruto. Uh, he, yeah, because they're fighting gods. So yeah, at this point, like all the all the antagonists in Boruto are either cyborgs or uh or aliens. So yeah, there ain't there ain't no Tugno Jutsu here. Just take this Biju bomb. <laughs> Yes. So with that, I, I think like even what she touched on where um at the start of this episode, where at the start of the show as well, where um where uh Jirai is like, hey, don't let him get to the fourth because uh tail, because if he gets to the fourth tail, so lose control. So we see throughout he's dealing with his own hatred, like to like a point of hating himself, hating Orochimaru, hating pain. Um you know, feeling hurt for Sasuke, not being able to there, hating like that you can't keep his promise and getting to a point where it's like, okay, I have to make peace with Nagato essentially. 
then having to make peace oh, uh, with my dad, with my mom, with the nine-tailed fox, and then ultimately making peace with Sasuke. Uh, so like with that, we see that. And then just like moving forward, I love the aspect of fighting for your dreams. Like that moment when he, after defeating Payne, he comes back to the village and they just like toss him up and he gets acknowledged. And then even Itachi said, it's not that you become Okage and you get acknowledged. It's you get acknowledged and you become Okage. And that was like kind of the, the symbolizing moment. So throughout all of this, he said in the very first series, I want to become Okage. And to like reach that by the end, is just like, beautiful so he earned the respect of those around him which i think is something that's super relatable in any field that you want to work in especially you know us working in a certain fields where we're like yo i gotta work hard for this and you will respect me not because i like deserve it but because i've earned it through my hard work and my merit and not only that it's also even more impactful especially as black men because as such like we have to actually have to work twice or even three times as hard as everybody else because there's always a stigma about us and you see that and we can relate to Naruto easy because the whole village hated him because of something that was completely out of his control mm. and he had to work in the mud through the mud get it out of the mud under the mud under the mud in order to get to where to where he needed to be which is a trait that's like very very admirable and very relatable for for at least the the uh, black men and black women in the audience as well. Yeah, so I think like when the show really blew up, this is why so many people really just like fell in love with the character. Um, obviously, like you see Akatsuki robes everywhere. If you go to conventions and different things like that, people love fell in love with Kakashi. You got the Obito mask right now. Um, but just like Naruto being able to connect those threads and just like fighting so hard where it's like... After Goku, you know, obviously, and that's like a different period. This is the character that we stuck with. And we like the one character we grew up with, obviously, like One Piece fans, like grew up with Luffy. Ichigo is around the same age throughout the entire story, even with the Thousand Year Blood War um, around the same age. But Naruto, we see his entire journey. And that's why we just kind of wanted to uh, go and uh, do this two part character study. Honestly, we could have done more because uh, there's so much with that. But yeah, anything else you got? Oh man, what a what else about Naruto do I just love? Uh, you know his. I love that in the series, like he he does face pitfalls. One like one of the big things, like ag again, I mentioned it in the pain section. Just the fact he did not have an answer is realistic. The fact he goes into despair a lot when faced with like just straight death and carnage is realistic because it's fact like hey in life you just get screwed and you can just and like sometimes you just don't have the answer yet uh but when you do it's like hey you know how to move forward from there but until then it is demoralizing which i'm just like yes mm -hmm. like you show like that's very realistic because i think like in other different shows like characters really don't get like when they get into like a depressive episode it's usually for like a small period of time and it's like something that the character may wrestle with for like a couple episodes. This is something that you see him wrestle with for the entire show. Yeah. 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 Just a lot with that. So a lot of love. So transitioning now, we're going to get into the come get your rose segment. And just like to kind of speed run through the rest of the episode. Um, I got to give it to Hinata Uzumaki. Uh, Hinata was a day one. <laughs> like, 
like day one, day one, like sticking with, which is why she will always be, uh, and always was and always will be number one waifu. So just like with that, uh, fighting against like taking his ninja way and just like adopting it to find her own way. Absolutely incredible. And not just like co-opting it, but essentially using that as a way to exactly to uh, live her life. And then also fighting pain when she knew she was going to die, like throwing her life on the line, even when Sakura couldn't even do that <laughs> when her friend was starving. Yep. Yep. Yes. That's a great come get your rose. And then also, uh, obviously, at the end, rejuvenating Naruto to uh, be able to pass on, like, after Neji passed, to, like, fight through it all. So, yeah. Come get your rose, Hinata. Oh, yeah. Easy. Easy. And, of course, I have to give it to, I have to give it to the main boy himself. Who's mm-hmm. like Naruto. I mean, what what else is there? Like, you you the main character? You 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 got, you you went through the mud, my boy? You you, you faced many trials, many struggles, and you had to get it back in blood uh, multiple times. And, hey, you you achieved your dreams and you and you uh and we don't speak of what happens afterwards but you 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 certainly <laughs> achieved my boy so and you you certainly helped many folks in the hood so uh you certified classic all right so for the next segment it's actually a new segment we are retiring the black air force segment um but that will remain an award when we do movie reviews which we will be doing i believe equalizer three next week uh, so we we definitely might be seeing that award next week. But with it, we're going to have the biggest hater segment. Beach, can you take it away, Mr. Stinkmeter? Uh, yeah. So just wanted to explain, like, hey, we wanted to retire the Black Air Force Award because we felt like uh, doing that as well as giving it in movies, it felt like it kind of be redundant. And also to give us a sense of identity, we we decided to introduce the the biggest hater segment. This was something that was uh discussed in our DreamCon up like in our DreamCon uh, as we were traveling. So yeah. so here's the thing. What is the biggest haters in fiction? We gotta preface that there are some rules. We gotta preface that the one receiving the hate from the hater has to be relatively innocent. Um which means like they have to get hate for absolutely no reason whatsoever it has to be unreasonable and then also again it has to be fiction so no real life individuals otherwise we'd be here for an eternity yes and since this is a Naruto's heavy episode i feel no better way to introduce this segment than by introducing one of the biggest haters of all time donzo You shady, shady individual. Woo! Alright, let's let's get into what uh this man did. Firstly, he uh he attacked Shisui Uchiha and plucked out his eye. All because he had a Sharingan ability that uh that he felt was useful for him. Number two, uh he basically or kind of semi-orchestrated the Uchiha massacre and in, in the sense of like, hey. If Itachi ain't do it, I was gonna do it, and he profited off of it. So he he decided to occur a whole master. Why? Because he was scared of the Muchihas. He was uh he was fearful of the Muchihas. You wanna know how he profited off of it? He took a lot of their Sharingan and put it on his arm to where he could spam the ability Izanagi. And he has even more. But you wanna know what really like, all of that alone is enough for you to get the biggest hater award. He also undermines the third Hokage to where, like, he 
He wanted to be Hokage. There was that time he uh he brainwashed one of the Kages at the Five Kage Summit, and as soon as he got called out for it, he that well unfortunately that's when Sasuke had to appear and was a, and had to run roughshod. But if it wasn't if it wasn't for that, he probably would have gotten his behind look. But you wanna know what the biggest thing I figured out about Donzo was? He was the one who leaked the information to the villagers that Naruto was the Duturki of the Nine Tail Fox. So in reality, he is kind of the cause of Naruto's own suffering. He is the one who basically made the entire village turn against him. Why did he do that? Because he wanted Naruto as a weapon, not a person. Naruto. You're one of the biggest haters in all of Naruto, one of the biggest racists in all of fiction, and you, you go up there with a certain character who we all know the name of, um, whose name begins with, who, whose favorite tagline is Monkey, uh, so, but we're getting into that character at a later, at a later date, so, yeah, Donzo, biggest hater, one of the biggest haters, first inductee into this, uh, into the hall of infamy. Boo this man! Alright, so with that, again, um, just because of the whole uh, situation earlier at the beginning of the show, we're gonna do the what's hot now. It's gonna be a super speed run, so Mitch, whatever you got, uh, just lay it out right now. Alright, anime, going crazy. You you already know what it is, One Piece, Bleach. Oh. I am Kimpachi. Yes, I am Kimpachi. I am him. Uh, also, 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 we have ourselves Ahsoka. Listen to if you listen to our episode on uh our first our review for the first two episodes. Just know Ahsoka comes out every Tuesday. So boom, let's get it. Um, we also have you know various amount of movies coming out. You know, Equalizer. You know, Blue Beetle came out. Uh, you, you know, Spider Man Two dropping soon. Uh, the the MK One beta is already long gone, but uh. One more week. A game about to be pressure. But uh, here's the one thing I did want to bring up. And and uh, this is for all of our reality fans. Love is Blind is back, y'all. Well, it will be coming back in September. Did, did you hear the news? Oh, man. What, what is it? This newest season. Guess where it takes place at? Here. Oh, no. It's a news. It's, it's here. Oh, my God. Wait, are we doing a Love is Blind podcast? Look at at I I don't I don't I don't know I don't know man I don't know I don't know I don't know but uh we'll talk about we'll talk about let's just know that they are here okay which means that all eyes is on Houston right now so so you know what the, they have to make us look please to all the contestants who may be listening to this podcast I hope y'all are hey hey how y'all doing just just please don't embarrass us please. And and what else is gonna be wild is if I swear if anybody on that show is somebody I know, <laughs> you getting called immediately. Just know that. So September twenty second that that's that's about to be a wild uh, day. Nice. So so yeah, that's all I had. Um, only other thing I have, I know like apparently a few episodes of Naruto, like an updated version, um, with like the newer animation is getting dropped sometime in september i'm not entirely sure so just uh be aware of that and then moving forward yeah that's that's about it so let's get into recommendations and then plugs and get up out of here 
All right. So recommendations. Watch Naruto. Watch uh, Naruto Shippuden. Uh, watch the last Naruto the movie. Watch actually all of the Naruto movies because they they all they all busting in one way or another. Blood Prison is good. Oh yeah, and one of my favorites actually Bonds. Oh, I love Bonds. I love Bonds. N- not just because we get to see the four tail go on a rampage again. Um, but but yeah, then there is also Boruto, Naruto the movie, and then you're good from there. Uh, you can catch all of that on Crunchyroll or wherever you watch your favorite anime on. And then if you want to watch something similar to Naruto, uh, there's this little known show called Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, it, it it basically is Naruto for in terms of all the characters, all of the uh, stereotypes and archetypes. Um, you, you, you basically just have Naruto um, just throwing hands. I thought you were going to say Black Clover. Jujutsu Kaisen is too cool. Do, do I need to talk about Gojo and Kakashi? Do I need to talk about Asta? <laughs> Naruto, but yes, you are right. You are right. Exactly. So, so we got that, and then as as I co-host mentioned, Black Clover as well. So, boom. That those are some things I got. All right. So let's get into our plugs. All right. So we have ourselves our Instagram and our X account. That sounded way too dirty, but uh, we we got to roll with it because Twitter no longer exists. Um, we are Blurred City Twenty Two. Like, follow, subscribe. And we're also on threads under the exact same name of Blurred City 22. Boom. And then we got ourselves our YouTube and our Patreon under Blurred City Pod. Donate some extra cheddar and then we'll be able to uh, release exclusive episodes like our upcoming character analysis of one Nagato Uchiha, relative of Naruto, and the suffice succulent villain known as Pain. Um, And then we have ourselves our... Our Discord linked in our Instagram threads page. Hey, if you want to join a fine community of peer degenerates like ourselves, come join today. And then finally, finally, we have ourselves our email, blurcity22 at gmail.com, where you can submit geek out freakouts, submit suggestions for the biggest haters in fiction, submit uh, questions for Q&A panels, submit everything, everything, everything. And that is all I got. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I'm on TikTok, the Rogue Jazz 21. I almost forgot because I don't know how much longer we got TikTok, but it's looking like we it might still be good right now. So what you got? All right. So for my individual author pages, we have my Instagram, Mitri underscore dash. That is M-E-T-R-I underscore D-A-S-H. For my ex, I was about to say Twitter, at the mad dash 616. And if you're interested in my book, Fancy Paints and Most Regular Tale, you can catch that on Amazon slash Kindle. I am aiming to have the sequel drop in early 2024. So with that, we kind of gave words of encouragement earlier. If you have anything else you want to say, you can drop that now, Meech. I feel like we said what needed to be said at the at the beginning of the episode. All right. And just based on that, I can't always say it's not goodbye forever, but I will say it's goodbye for now. And that's the Blair City Podcast. See ya later. Date bye